0: there everybody welcome back to another episode of the sparkles and rhinestones pageant podcast i hope you are all enjoying the sunshine um wherever you are it looks nice from outside my window um (laughs) but unfortunately it is a week before another essay is due so i don't really function well with sitting outside to do my essays i will just sit at my desk and procrastinate like usual (laughs) but of course. I was going to say it's been such a long time since the last one but we're a bit we are on top of podcasts at the moment and of course if you have any episodes that you want to have covered any topics um thank you so much for all the feedback and the messages um it's been lovely to do this uh, <laughs> it's nice that people are listening um that's the main thing i'm currently in pageant prep myself been going through lots of different interview questions, been practicing some moves. I finally got some, my fashion wear part of it, so now I need to create that as well. As I'm going to Texas the week before to help with Team Europe for Yemi as a sponsor and a past queen, although I may get to wear my lifetime queen um sash and potentially crown while I'm there. Um, And then I fly back in the UK's National Miss. Super excited. I hope everyone's excited as I am. And I hope you're prepared. But of course, before that, we have other pageants happening. Atlantic is in four weeks. And I love how everyone's counting down because that's the countdown to Murphy's birthday as well. So... (laughs) so at least I know I'm on track. Um, So let's get into today's episode and today's episode is a subject we've covered a lot and you hear it a lot and it's all about platforms. I think it's one like our second or third episode up on the podcast. Um, Basically if you want to know what a pageant platform is, how to choose your platform, what to do for it, go and listen to those but this episode is going to be all about kind of like the overuse of platforms you know are platforms really needed now <laughs> I am very much pro platform um I've had a platform for many years in pageants before it was as big and known as what it is now because of course it's in handbooks in pageantry and it wasn't before um there is more explanation about it there is more encouragement and for me I well my platform in itself I changed last year I made it more of an open platform and I'll tell you why um sorry I was just adjusting myself on my little chair I need to get a more comfortable chair for um this desk uh but (laughs) money's on pageants so um I had my platform as mental health for many years because it's something that I suffer with. It's you know you can do so much with the platform, which is why so many people have it as their platform. But I really felt, and I'm coming to my last year of competing that I wanted, um, a platform that was going to cause not really, like um, a drama or anything, but more of questioning of making us question ourselves of what do we actually do, how can we do this, kind of shock people sometimes of some of the things that are said, like the facts and the figures and, you know, how some of this stuff is still happening in today's society. And, yeah, so I do a lot of things with my platform, and the reason that I have it and the way the way of adjust it is I can do this stuff at home because I am a mum, i am a uni student now i am (laughs) not always able to get to every single event especially being in the south but you know we do travel i guess we travel twice a month to different places this month march has been very much a a stay in swindon month which has been lovely on the bank balance i guess (laughs) because i had to pay out for more pageant stuff um but, you know, I've still managed to be able to do virtual events and do lots of interviews, which I need to edit today. And yeah, so much, so much done. Um, so the reason why I'm doing this podcast, is I think that a lot of people are overusing word platform, uh, you know, platform advocacy. And as I said, I'm always about them because they give you content to speak about in your interview should you have not done anything. I mean, it could have been you 've entered this pageant um very quickly, so two weeks, so it gives you content to speak about uh, with the pandemic, of course, going to events is very hard, so there are other ways that you can raise awareness um, and yeah, I think that it's a great conversational piece because when you 're figuring out your plans, should you win um your queen project, things like this, your platform will automatically interlink with it. But the issue lies with people who choose to think as their platform but don't actually think it through. Um so for me this comes apparent when I'm coaching someone or if I'm doing an interview, especially for people who choose to interview for the platform talks, which is my project um as a pageant finalist. And when it comes to asking, you know, what have you done to implement this platform? Raise awareness. But how are you raising awareness? What are you doing? Are you just sharing stuff or are you creating stuff to share? Um, And I feel like sometimes we feel like we have to pick a platform and we don't. I'm telling you right now, not... Any of the pageants really in the UK require you to have a platform. There may be some pageants that require, like, a project. So, for example, uh, Miss World has the Beauty of a Purpose um, project as such, as a charity, and each contestant has, um, like, a plan of, you know, their project, what they want to do, like, with their year and that stems down to like i say the national it's gonna say regional then but <laughs> it's national so like miss england and miss wales um and i'm assuming scotland and i'm assuming every every country has their regional um finalists create a plan because i know i was doing uh, coaching with someone who is competing in Miss England and they said that they needed to have a beauty of a project, a uh, beauty of a purpose um, project so they can then discuss that in their interview. Um, there are other pageants in the UK that will not really require a platform as such. So for example, Yemi is an open platform um pageant. And the internationals on open platform pageant so when it comes to the application for um internationals there is a section and it basically says about your favorite community service and this is the difference between the platform and stuff that you do so your platform can count as community service because it's your advocacy is pageantry, and then you can explain about the stuff you do for it if there's a charity you help like alongside your platform um so for example, my platform is called Use Your Pageant Voice and that's where I advocate for, you know, human rights, <laughs> but focusing on, you know, the voices of LGBTQA plus um people, um, you know, talking about Black Lives Matter, about equal rights, you know, the issues that come up with um with women every day. As well as, of course, being a plus-size woman, you know, the fat phobia that we experience every single day. Now, the charities I help, um, there are many different charities that come under this bracket. I choose Switchboard, which is a an LGBTQA plus um, charity that help with mental health. Um, and there are other charities that can come under that as well. Um, it's just... It's literally just doing a bit of research of what charities you want to donate, and it could be local or national. I've been fundraising for Mind the past couple of years. Before that, um, because I knew that they have a local branch here. It was Swindon and Gloucestershire. Um, it's really interesting why it's Swindon and Gloucestershire, not Wiltshire and Gloucestershire. Like, really interesting with that. Um <laughs> you'd think it'd be not a town and county, but anyway, that's my um my things. I know that Mind doesn't also help in scotland as well which is a shame that it's a uk charity but doesn't help all of the uk but on that section they would be required to talk about the community service and if they haven't have if they don't have a platform then it could be their charity of choice or you know and this is the most important thing to say is that your chosen charity is not your platform that is your chosen charity it can be completely different to your platform altogether but don't make your platform that one specific charity and this comes up a lot with um pageants that have a chosen charity of support so when you ask them what's the charity you're fundraising for they say the charity that the pageant's fundraising for and then you and you ask why there's nothing too much behind it but more of it's like well that's the charity that we're meant to be fundraising for Um, there's no personal connection and also with this, if you choose, like, a specific charity, so let's say you want to fundraise for cancer um, charities and you choose Cancer Research UK, that's great, but when it comes to your platform, it's not just the charity. It would be Cancer, you know, Cancer Awareness would be your platform and that's your charity of choice because you're going to be discussing things about cancer and facts and figures and you know ways to actually check and awareness and that sort of thing but that's not down to like the one charity because there are so many other cancer charities that you can go out and support um and there are so many different cancers as well um so yeah you want to be not saying that cancer research is your platform that's your charity of choice, your platform is, um, you know, Cancer Awareness. But saying that, if you just wanted to fundraise for Cancer Research, you don't have to say it's your platform at all. That's just your charity of choice. And there have been so many, so, there have been so many pageant queens who have won in the UK who have never thought of a platform at all. You know, they just fundraise with different charities, they go out and do the best, or well, sometimes some of them don't even do that. Um, You know, it's more of, you know, they talk the talk, they walk the walk on stage, they got their crown. There are a lot of pageant queens that I know that don't have a platform or what just work with um, community projects. And that's all, like, that's it. Like, I'm not saying that's all they do, but, you know, that's something that they do that they can then talk about in their interview or talk about, you know, being a queen, you know, to be more... Involved in your community, you don't have to then make it all about a platform, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. And like I said, There are some systems that literally do not require it. You know, IGM do not require you to have a platform. Um, like their interviews more about getting to know you and you as a queen. There are other pageants, you know, a lot of people feel like they have to have a platform. This was actually us when we did UK's National Miss last year, and someone asked me, They said, Um, Oh, I've been told we need to have a platform. So I just wanted to talk about developing it. And I was like, it's not a requirement. They might have said in the handbook that, you know, it's good to have one, but it's not a requirement at all. Same with Galaxy. You're not required to have a platform. It's nice to have advocacies and it's nice to have charities that you support. And, you know, you can support loads of different causes and be known for that. You don't have to have a platform because once you say you have a platform, the judges are going to want to know, why that's your platform, and what are you doing about it? I had someone who had an interview, and I actually didn't publish this interview um and it's that's not I don't do that often um sometimes files just don't save um but this interview I didn't wanna publish because it wasn't it wasn't the best, and I want to showcase everyone but it would have put the person in a negative light and that's something I don't want to do at all that's not me um you know that's not what we stand for that's not what we do um but it's more of after the interview's done just gave a bit of advice and said you know what like let's not say those things because you know it's not I'm not going to go into too much detail of that but um they said their platform was something so I asked them I was like do you know like facts about it nothing like what have you been doing nothing so why is it your platform they gave me like a really vague answer and I was like okay because then it it makes you look a bit unprepared because a platform is something that you advocate for it's something that you talk about a lot it's something that you know you practice what you preach and also a platform is something that you continue long after pageants you know it's a passion That you have. And with this as well, as I said, it's always okay if if you're not feeling something to change your platform. Um, you know, life changes things that are important now might not be as important like later on. So you're always welcome to change. And I said you don't have to have a platform at all. So, as I said, some people have won their crowns and don't have a platform at all. Others have won crowns and have really strong platforms. you know they're known for it there's always like as you can see it's not it's not consistent to have you don't have to have a platform to take that crown to take a crown. you need to be assured of yourself, you need to be yourself, you need to present your best self so that's with your outfits, that's with your interview. And that's with everything you do when that sash is on your body. um, You know, what you're talking about on social media, everything like that. So don't fall down to the pageant trap of you have to have a platform. Because you don't. You don't at all. Um, And this is why I say to take advice with a pinch of salt as well. Because we post things on Instagram and stuff. We talk about platforms. We have videos. We have you know there's literally a section of it in the handbook um we have lots of different like posts and things that we share talking about the benefits of the platform but also as i said it's it's down to you as a person if you have a platform you need to put the work into it so when i say that mental health is a very popular pageant platform and i always say with platforms I wonder how many times I've said that in this uh, podcast. Take a shot of water every time I say platform. Hydrate yourself, queens. Um, (laughs) And kings and non-binary folk who are listening. Um, But yes, so... We always choose awareness days to kind of talk more about our platform. But you need to be talking about it most days, most weeks. I know that, as I said, I always tell people it's great to... Think of what awareness days that you have that support your platform. This is also important because there'll be more charities along the same lines of launching different materials, different campaigns themselves. There'll be challenges. There's loads of different things of what you can do. And what a platform is, is you don't just restrict it to those days. Um, So, for example, if you have uh, epilepsy as your platform or charity of choice, there are two days, awareness days. Um, there might be an awareness week as well. You're not just going to keep yourself to those days. You're going to talk about it in other things. In your interviews, you're going to talk about it. You're going to share infographics. And now this is another thing. If you are having a platform and you're just sharing charity posts or sharing like little links and stuff um that is raising awareness but it's also someone else's work as well you know and i am a true believer in the only way that i like to learn is when i do create my own graphics and infographics and use them because you can post a picture of you wearing a color and um, then write a really wordy post about it. No one's going to really read the wordy post. Whereas if you have fun infographics, people do that. Videos as well. Keep them down to three minutes. Like these 10, 15 minute videos that people do. Are people watching them? Or are they just the people involved watching them and skipping to their part? Um, you have to be really careful with that. Raising awareness is not just, as I said, sharing a post, but, you know, it's creating a series. Um, Last year, I did the A to Z of mental health. So I looked at things like mental health conditions and also like signs and symptoms and anything that's related to them and created the A to Z website, <laughs> uh, the A to Z, like with the infographics, the information, doing the research, which... Then helped others that they could just literally read what I wrote. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's what that means. And the same with other people's posts, you know. I learn a lot from them. And sometimes if I want to dive a little bit deeper into it, I will. Um, The same as what I've been doing with Women's History Month. Um, I've been sharing informational posts. But keeping the posts, you know, to quite short, like, words... The description when i post may be long-winded but some people might just look at the photo and go okay there's like four points that makes sense so if i was to ever discuss my platform and discuss the things that i've been doing because i don't i don't count these as appearances because it's an overall platform post like it all comes under one bracket um but i can say that you know i've done the research you know i created fun and in infographics to use on social media to educate others and you know, educate myself in the process. Um, you know, because you you can raise awareness by sharing stuff, but what else are you doing? So, you know, create your own podcast, maybe, um, a video link series on Instagram, like interviewing other people, or talking about your experiences, fun reels or TikTok videos about it, um, you know, volunteering at these events, fundraising for a charity sharing your experiences if you're not doing any of those don't choose it as your platform just you know when the time comes post about it share about it you know use those awareness days but it doesn't have to be your personality it doesn't have to be like the sole reason you're in pageantry you know you can have many different layers like (laughs) like an onion there's so many layers um but yeah you don't have to it doesn't have to be the only thing you talk about um platforms are great but if there's not much thought process behind it and you've only picked it to be popular um as in like it's a popular subject so you know there'll be more information about it or even if you picked a platform that is very niche um and then get upset when people don't like join in um Sometimes the platforms that you have won't be as interactive as other platforms, you know. That's why mental health is such a popular one, because so many people relate. Um, You know, cancer, so many people relate because, you know, one in two people are affected by cancer. Um, You know, so a direct, you know, I mean, I know so many people have had cancer these past couple of years. It's absolutely crazy. Um. And yeah, with this, there's, you know, they relate to it. And there might be subjects that you have as your platform, people don't relate to it. And that's absolutely fine. Um, (laughs) But you need to not get on to the process of, well, not many people join in this stuff. So why is it my platform? You know, it's your platform because you want to advocate for it. You raise the awareness. You do the events. You do the charity fundraising. You educate us. Um, you know there are some campaigns and things that can be very triggering, and you know, very much where people don't want to join in, but there's still support. And when it comes to your interview, it's all about discussing why it's your platform and and why you're doing it. Because if you don't have a strong enough reason, and just winning the crown, just winning the crown is not a strong enough reason. I don't think because. If you've created a platform just for that singular pageant, it's not a strong enough um, reason to have it. And you can do everything right on paper and do all the work on that. But is your heart really in it? Or are you just doing it for the crown? Because as soon as that crown comes and if you don't get it, does that project just disappear? Does, you know, all of that stuff you said that you were going to do, does that just stop? We have to make sure that it's not just for a pageant's sake, you know. A dog is not just for Christmas, it's for life. The same with platforms, you know. You can adjust and change and if the passion's not there, the passion's not there. Um, But don't force it. As I said, many queens have won with a platform and without a platform. Um, But my top tips, as I said, if you are thinking that you want a platform, is to really... Dig deep into your soul. But basically, think of what you can actually do. What is in your um, range? (laughs) I was going to say a price bracket, but... (laughs) That's the only thing I can think of. What's in in your range? What's in your mental capacity to do? Um, So, the way I do mine is... um, I obviously schedule some time. Well, I don't schedule it. I schedule stuff, but... (laughs) <laughs> i have time where should be i should be doing pageant admin and then i schedule out time for the interviews and that's the main part of my platform is sharing other people's platforms ironically um <laughs> but it's giving that voice which is the you know use your pageant voice as well as other things that i do um you know so you have to look at can you create a series like that can you an interview series if you're not really big on talking I will say this if you are thinking about um like a mini series and stuff podcasts are great like this if you don't want to be seen as in sometimes subjects are quite sensitive which is why I brought like the queen chats from a video podcast series to just a podcast because I think it's a lot nicer um and sometimes you might not feel as confident being on a screen uh, video interviews really do help um you could try with pre-recorded first or it might actually fit in your schedule better to do pre-recorded that's what suits me I would love a live but I think it's you know having a scheduled time um which might I might adapt to change one time but then with childcare, you never know what's gonna happen um <laughs> you never know um you know a scheduled lifetime or pre-recorded um, which might help ease nerves a little bit because you know that you can edit things. Um, so with all of that, if you're still not like feeling comfortable, you can do a blog series where you can interview people and have a blog format. Um, so that's one way. Another way is, of course, getting involved with a charity and help fundraising, holding events, holding mini events. Holding educational pieces where you have different guest experts, and these can't like these might not even be pageantry experts, you know it doesn't like not everyone in pageants are experts on every single condition of things like I'm not an expert at all about um the things that I am advocating for at all. I'm learning in the process. I'm a patent expert um <laughs> so I'm not saying I'm not an expert in some things. I'm an expert in procrastination um but yeah so think of how you can implement your platform if you are struggling whether it's time because not everyone has the time to do this stuff don't say it's your platform and say it's more of your charity choice you know or your chosen community service you know this is what you're going to do or just enjoy pageants and go to the events and you know help other people so when they say you know do you have a platform or charity choice you like honestly I cannot just pick one what I love is going into the pageant community and going to my local community and helping out with different causes so whether that is you know um, an animal charity or cancer charity whether I'm running a race or whether I'm helping um you know locals like paint and things like that like for the community for a new center etc cetera, etc cetera. See, there are ways of how you can word it without going, yeah, my platform is this. But I'm not actually doing anything with it. You don't have to choose a platform. If you do have an idea of a platform and you're struggling of how to actually implement it, that's the time to, to book a coach in and talk about it. Um, My, special, my specialty in coaching, we all have... We can all teach everything, I would say. Out of all the pageant coaches in the UK, we all have the tools to do it. But I think we all specialise in something. And we all have our areas which we love teaching more. So some people love teaching walks more. Others might like different aspects. For me, I really specialise in interview and um, platform. Those are the... The subject I thrive at and the reason I say that is because I have helped so many girls like just with their campaigns um, and their platforms and their projects just because I've had the idea I'm like, oh this would be a really good idea um, so yeah this would be a really good idea but hmm what can I do with this? I can't personally do that because I don't have the time to dedicate it to and it's not really my platform. But this girl has this platform. I'm gonna tell her this idea let's let's get it sorted. Let's get started. and you know so many people's pageant like campaigns and stuff have been created just through bouncing ideas and sometimes it might be where you have an idea or you have a thought and you just can't get out the structure of it until you talk to someone else so you know it doesn't have to be a pageant coach um it could be a pageant friend, but you know, it's how you can get all of that out there. Um So, in regards to your pageant platform, please don't feel like you have to have one, it's not a requirement in UK pageantry. I can't say the same for other pageants, I know that UK, uh, US pageants, they would have an advocacy, so you just pick one thing and that's where you pick your plan around and that's what mainly your community service and ours would be under. But it's not a requirement for all systems. Really research the system before you decide to enter. Because if you have to have an advocacy or a platform and you don't really resonate with anything, that is maybe not a pageant for you. You know, we don't... I say we pick the system rather than we pick the crowns. You know, what do you want to be wearing like crowns are beautiful and pretty yes but what sash do you want to be wearing what title do you want what do you feel comfortable saying you know every single day for the rest of your life whether it's your current you know i was a past this this queen you know so research the system do you fit into that system because you should fit the system not you having to fit yourself into that system um that hasn't made any sense but you know you should not have to change yourself you know or adapt to be what they want and i know that pageants always say we're not looking for a specific person you know blah 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 but i always feel like different judges are looking for different things so the pageant may not have that idealist um ideology but the judges do the judges will you know go okay does this girl fit best to be in a pageant queen and do they fit this system you know the the director will give a brief of what they want you know a girl who shines the most in an interview and has a plan or you know someone who's going to really do the work or you know just the girl who you know has confidence in themselves um like, from judging different pageants, there's a different brief each time. Um, and from experiencing it and seeing, like, feedback from stuff, like, there's always a, a different thing each time. And that's why the pageant is going to get what the pageant gets with you, you know? You have to be your best self, your best version of yourself. So don't feel like you have to have a platform just because everyone else has one, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm coming from someone who had a very poor background so I never got to have the in things of what everyone else got maybe years later maybe years later um so I probably had that mentality for pageants you know like yeah it's great to have all the stuff but like I was fine about it I was fine like I've always had a platform so for me it's not really like unfortunately forcing think But for others, they look and go, oh, that girl's doing this and that girl has that. So I need to do that. Um, I don't really need it um, at all. Uh, So in conclusion, don't feel like you have to force anything. Platforms are great if they serve you, as in you can serve them well, because you have the drive, the passion, you know, the devotion and the time. Time is very important um you know and also I will say this because you have a platform it doesn't mean that you have to be on it every single day you know space the posts out space the awareness days the awareness campaigns you know if you have if you have a series like I have the platform talks and usually I post every Monday but if I've gone for a period where I haven't interviewed someone for a couple of weeks it's not going to be on there. I've not put a date saying it's going to be this time. If it's a live, then yes, I would have to say at this time because you want people to tune in. Um, You know, I want people to tune in the videos. But that's why I share my story. And that's why I'm like, hey, here's another episode. Um That's what's going to happen. And I think I have, I think I have a few now as well. So I have some for the next three weeks, which is great. Um... So leave yourself time and you don't have to be on it all the time because that's when pageants will get draining for you if you're on it 100% and I know that there are so many girls that love pageants and do stuff every weekend but sometimes it's nice to have an admin weekend rather than going out and sometimes if you're doing admin all the time you want to go out to an event, you want to not have to think for a bit, (laughs) you know, Um, but yes so those are stuff that you can learn for the podcast like things like interview and walks and stuff you can learn from different workshops as well um I know today the IGN workshop is going and they have a free workshop every month um which I'm sad that I'm not at a few of them um but I will be at the June one and then I think we'll be back from September doing a lot of them as well um they're such a fun thing um, to do and you get to practice and you just get to learn lots of different skills um but things like uh, you know platform and social media and stuff you'll learn through podcasts and through videos and through courses as well um you know if a pageant i know that crown coach have like a social media um course which would be really good if you're a bit clueless on the social media side like i can tell you how to design stuff and what to post down stuff but i'm not good on algorithms and you know (laughs) the followers and, and things like that so there are courses there there are also courses that aren't pageant related but you can bring into pageants you know like public speaking and like interviews and all that sort of stuff like that um there are so many things that you can bring in skills from outside pageants, and you know, you can also use skills learned in pageants for outside. Um, but I hope this uh, podcast has made a bit of sense. Um, <laughs> if you have any um questions, please just drop me a message on Instagram. Instagram is the best way, um, to get me. Uh, for sparkles, the Facebook page is really weird. Um, with the messages, so sometimes I don't get them, but. Instagram is the best place for it um of course the little promo at the end we still have our interview course for next week for our fifth birthday flashcards are being laminated so if you want to get your flashcards and we still have a couple of the handbooks ah, ready um so thank you so much for listening to this podcast I hope it's made some sense and I hope it's kind of like eased a few worries as well because I know that so many people worry about as soon as they end a pageant what they have to do and th- honestly if you make your journey really stressful you're not going to enjoy it you have to enjoy the stuff and that's what a platform is is enjoying I mean sometimes it's not enjoyable because it's really hard hitting stuff sometimes but you know it's enjoying posting about it and talking about it and educating people and getting people to know more um so yes I hope you all have An amazing week, Um, and yeah, birthday week. It's really weird saying that because obviously I'm actually a Taurus. I was born in May. Um, (laughs) um, but we are going to be entering Taurus season soon. Four weeks until Penelope's birthday and the Atlantic finals. So I'm just sorting all of that now. Just look at me. I'll get you. Um. But thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing week.